Welcome to Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Visionaries Global Media, envisioning excellence on a global scale. What up, High Fivers? This is your boy, High Five Tom, uh, per the usual. And I've got my good friend on the other side of the country here, my good friend Will. Will, how are you doing this evening? Well, Tom, I'm going to crack open this Mountain Dew Flaming Hot, and we're going to we're going to see what the fuss is about. All right. Oh, that that didn't have the satisfying like. So before. This is only a twenty ounce, people, not a two liter. You know, oh, it's a little bit of heat. Can't say I'm going to go out of my way to get another bottle. Hmm. So it's not bad, but it's not good. Like, it kind of just feels <laughs> like thin Mountain Dew. Like, there's a little bit of like a heat sensation, like at the end, but like, yeah. it's not knocking out Code Red or Baja Blast as the uh, top Mountain Dew contender. Yeah, cool red. Isn't that like one of the OG like different That's, Mountain Dew flavors? Oh yeah, the cherry, red, red forty incarnate. <laughs> but I, I, I think I want to go back to my uh, cucumber mint sparkling water. Nice, polish this bad boy off. Well, um, high fibers. I, I do have some uh, some bad news. I I recently discovered about five minutes ago um, that my co-host does not like black olives. And does not put them in his tacos. Um, I am currently eating my spinach tuna salad. It's how we came about this knowledge. Um, so the million yeah, dollar let's, question. Let's put it up. Let's let's put it up to the people. You know what's 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 more offensive: black olives or I have got pineapple on pizza. <laughs> you see, so you'll put black olives on pizza either. I will not willingly eat black olives or any olives, really. I don't mind the Castel Vetranos, like the itty bitty green ones. Except for they always have the pit in them. So, I mean, that kind of blows. Yeah. Again, a negative. <laughs> negative points for olives. Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, I eat the shit fucking straight out of the can. I am a black olives, Mark. So, we'll, uh, yeah, high fibers, let us know what your thoughts are on black olives. If this is a Midwest thing or if this is a New England thing or. What the or hell just a matter of taste, I mean. <laughs> or lack thereof. So I was going to say, you're. <laughs> I'm trying to knock out Black Olives, and I opened up this episode by trying Flaming Hot Mountain Dew. <laughs> I think the Black Olives might be better than the Mountain Dew. Yep. Well, the universe has told me to throw my fork on the ground, so. Great podcast. All right. Fork is law. Yeah. So... With that said, we are going to break down the fourth wall a little bit because uh, both Will and Tom had some uh, technical difficulties this week. Um, I have seen both, uh, you know, both the TV for this week and also uh, the Unity taping in Chicago Ridge from uh, April of 2012. Um, and what I usually do is I usually just go and watch like after we record and I'll um, watch the next episode the next day. I'm um, just kind of while I'm working, kind of in the background, la da 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 and then I'll rewatch it and take my notes and everything because I don't do this shit from memory because I'm not smart like Will. 
Um, Listen, smart's not the word I would use for it. You come with notes prepared. I couldn't even tell you what order matches happened in. I don't know. Most times you get it. But um, this time I did get through the TV tape or the TV um, with my notes, and I did get through about half of Unity. Um, but I didn't get through the uh, last two matches, which I've seen. So we're going to kind of wing it. Um, and in my defense, so what happened was um, – I'm going to throw Honor Club under the bus. My Honor Club's not working. I can yeah. get into Honor Club. What the fuck, Tony Khan? I, you know, weird. You know, all of a sudden the last Sinclair isn't in charge anymore, and all of a sudden the website's not working. Um, I mean, I, I know a lot of my issues are partly because I use the Microsoft Edge browser on the Xbox. Because, hmm. I mean, there's been nights where I've had issues with streaming, like, New Japan. Yeah. And I've, like throwing it up in the Discord with like the Shining Wizards and their whales. It's like, oh, well, my stream's working fine. I'm like, oh, so it's just me. So I didn't try it on my phone because my my new phone doesn't quite have the firepower that my other phone had. Mm-hmm. So like, I haven't tried really streaming anything heavy duty like that. Like It can handle YouTube videos and stuff like that, but I haven't tried any like streaming. You know what I'm saying? So I saw... I didn't see any full matches because of how stop, start, glitchy. Yeah, and it could be. I mean, Honor Club, I tried it on two different browsers. I tried it on Safari. Like, I usually watch everything else. Um, I tried it on Chrome, and I even tried it on three different devices. What's funny, too, is I, I threw on the episode that was before this one because I didn't remember which episode we were supposed to tune in on based on the thumbnail. Yeah. And it played the episode from last week, no problem. Hmm. But I went to the episode this week, and it was just a mess. Wow. Yeah. So I got I got through about half. It's not even technically half, but you know, there's that big ROH wrestling commercial break in every episode, and the twenty minutes they spend plugging whatever ne- the next big live event is. Yeah. Um. So I I at least could hear through the first match and the second match on the TV because the audio would keep going. The video would just stop. Hmm. Yeah, so Tony Khan, get your shit together. Get this app back up and running. Yeah, how am I supposed to prepare the night before for my podcast if I can't stream things right? Exactly. Bastard, so... I gotta say, man, this salad is really good, by the way. I'm I'm happy it makes you happy, Tom. You know, you're a you're a handsome young fella. Well, you know, the old happy life, happy life going. I'm yeah. sitting in uh I'm sitting in my, my one bedroom apartment with my my pizza, my Mountain Dew, my receipt for the shirt I had to send back because it doesn't fit. That's bullshit. I bought a snazzy like cowboy like button up shirt. Oh, and I, it said it was a slim fit, so I'm like, all right, this probably isn't going to go well because there's a lot of things about me that you could use the word S to start with, but slim is not one of them. <laughs> Sexy is though. Oh, easy there, big guy. Sultry. So I I went based on the sizing chart and it said you might want to order up. 
and I was reading stuff. And there was another guy who in the comments like, oh, I'm 5'10 with big shoulders. And they're like, oh, you should get an extra large. So I'm like 5'10. Yeah. I got a 2X. And if I just had to pose for a little bit, it would have been fine. If I actually wanted to button this thing up and like move, <laughs> ain't happened. So we ordered the 3X, sent back the other one. But the thing is, is every other size except for the 3X was available for Prime. So I got the 2X in like a day and a half. The 3X is coming sometime in June. <laughs> so hopefully by the time that 3X shows up, it fits better. <laughs> Now, I, I know you want to show your support for Adam Page, double or nothing, um, but what was uh, what are the other reasons you're buying said shirt? I've been on a bit of a country music kick lately, Tom. New or old? Or both? It, it's a little column A, column B. Okay. The majority of my country listening, I would consider like older. Like I'd say like 2000s backwards. Okay. Uh, but the new album from Orville Peck is just really, it's really getting me, Tom, because big fan of his work. So is Adam Page. Hmm. And uh, I just happened to like look up Cowboy shirt because, you know, shit like comes like, even though New Hampshire is not really like, especially the part I'm in, it's not like the sticks, you know what I'm saying? Or it's not like mm-hmm. Southern or whatever, like. We got monster jams coming up soon. They do. They have like the rodeo stops in and does stuff in Manchester, which is like the least rodeo-y place you could possibly go to around here. But I grew up on country music. Like where I grew up, you had classic rock, you had country music, and uh, the French Canadian talk radio would come in. Hmm. That sounds fun. Because I don't know if I've brought it up on the show before, but if you walk a little ways from my dad's house, you can look up and see the the rest of 89 going up to the uh, the border booth. Yeah. That's awesome. See, I mean, yeah, I'm not so, a big, oh, I'm sorry. big Orville Pet guy, but it's also had me going back to like the stuff I usually listen to, like, you know, more older, like a lot more older, older stuff. Mm hmm. Listening to stuff from like when I was younger, throwing some Shania Twain because we were at the restaurant the other day. Shania Twain came on. It's like I know, all, I, I know all the words to all these songs. Let's go. Is that a, is that a, what it inspired you to put your post out the other day? Oh no, the post came before. Mm-hmm. It just happened to be that it, it came later. Well, Shania Twain's been coming up a lot lately. Um, Friend of the show, my good friend Travis, he's over at the Wrestle Special. Um, his last week's episode uh, was wrestlers that would impress Shania Twain. Let's, you know, if Brad Pitt doesn't do it. And that was kind of the conclusion he came to. Um, yeah, Travis is, a, Travis is a good dude. It's a good, uh, he, he does all these spacey episodes, shit like that. So, yeah, he just had a, a whim. He's like, yeah, I'm just going to try and figure out what, uh, what wrestlers would impress Shania Twain. Because that don't impress her much. So. I mean, being attractive doesn't really do it. Which is funny because the first verse of that song is all like, oh, he's vain. He's got the mirror in his pocket. He's so handsome, whatever. So what, you're Brad Pitt. Yeah. Which, 
who knows if Brad Pitt heard that song, it's like, damn, shoddy, what the hell did I do? <laughs> then the second verse is like, oh, so you got a car? It's like, don't don't most people like don't most adults have a car? <laughs> it's like, are you dropping your standards? Did it drop that far from being Brad Pitt just having a car? Yeah. But oh, Shania Twain. That crap up the country music thing. Orville Peck, go buy Pony. It's the only album he has that's on CD. Hmm. Everything else is only available on vinyl and digital, which is a little annoying because I was going to get my mom the CD for Mother's Day. Hmm. But now I've got to get a CD drive to burn a CD. I see. But Bronco, very good. All right. Well, remind me about that. Maybe I'll check it out. I'll shoot you the link. But Tom, because I want I want you to picture this here. Actually, I'll pull up a picture. I'll see if I can we can use the magic of technology. I'm not smart enough to like be able to pull it up on like the computer and send it to you that way. Yeah, we're not on Streamyard like the wizard. We're, we're not on Streamyard. People, people don't need to see this, even though we don't edit anything out. So it really doesn't matter. No. I'm going to show you a picture of this guy because he's not just any kind of country singer, Tom. He's uh, he, he wears a mask. I can't. Uh, it's not coming through. You got your phone right there. I'll send you. I'll shoot you. The, I'll text it to you. Okay. But anyway, let's let's let while while we're while we're talking about these important things. Uh, <laughs> How far back do you go in your country? Because, I mean, I like going in the Wayback Machine. I mean, obviously, I love some Johnny Cash and all that good stuff. I'd say it's the majority of the stuff I listen to now. Like, there's still a bit of, like, a nostalgia thing for the stuff that I was listening to growing up. So, thinking more, like, late 90s, early 2000s. So, stuff like Shania Twain. Right. Yeah, stuff right. like... Toby Keith, not as big into the newer stuff, but, you know, some of, like, the old stuff where it's, like, there was just that vibe, like, every country album was, like, the name of the artist. They all had just, like, the sweater and, like, the jeans, you know what I mean? Like, everybody. Yo, or- Orville Peck's lit. He was born in South Africa. His family moved to Canada. He played in a bunch of punk bands, and then he decided to wear, start wearing a mask and be a country singer. Dude, I, it's amazing. I, and he lives in Vegas now. All right, I, I have to admit, you you piqued my interest. So, I want to say I may have heard that name before. Huh? Yeah, because the first was, uh, the first album is very much sad boy music. Like it's very much like that. Really, like nicely down. But like my dog died, my wife left me, and my burp, my bike. it definitely has that vibe. Like it is, it is a sad boy. The, the newer ones got a lot more variety. But I mean, I I still say like the sadder songs are like the, yeah. the bangers. Hmm. I'll also check that out. Yeah, I think and on uh, his EP between the two albums called Show Pony. So there's Pony, Show Pony, then Bronco. On a uh, Show Pony, he does a song with Shania Twain. Oh. And he does a cover of Fancy by Reba, originally by Reba. Wow. But he, like, strips away, like, all the music and stuff, and it's, like, super moody. 
Interesting. And in un- unrelated news, the new Rammstein album comes out when this comes out yesterday. So pick that up too. <laughs> wow. I've heard, yeah, that's a, that's one band I wouldn't mind partying with back in the day. I heard they, uh, yeah, that's not a gimmick. So. No, they, uh, they were banned from the States for a while. <laughs> that's saying a lot. Huh. That's some crazy shit. So Orville Peck and Rammstein. All right, high fivers, check it out. Let us know what you think. So, yeah, that's a sweet fucking mask, dude. So he's got a lot of them. the the because uh, you know you, you figure you get different colored ones depending on the outfit and shit like that. Like, yeah. Huh. I'm just saying, you never seen Orville Peck and Bandito in the room together. No, give not. I don't know if Orville Peck could hold up a man for a full minute though. <laughs> well anyway so uh we are gonna try and uh stumble our way through this episode um you know it's gonna be a little bit more interesting than usual um pause pizza oh it's amazing shouts out juliano's right off exit 4093 so maybe i'll check that out so yeah we're probably flying out of maine so we might see like monday tuesday in july but we'll talk about that later but um, but back to Ring of Honor. Um, so this is episode 32. The original air date was April 28th, 2020 or 2012. Although I did put 2022 in my notes, um, emanating from Baltimore. Um, however, Will, I have come, I have done some research, uh, and this is good. Uh, shout out to our good friend, Kyle Sparks. Um, also a member of the Shining Wizards discord. Um, did uh did that swallow not go down as well? It's getting progressively hotter. Also, the heat settled in the bottom of the bottle, huh? Basically, I, you know, maybe it's a combination of the jalapenos and the Mountain Dew. Like, you know, you take sips, it's like, oh, that's not really nothing. But if you go for like a, a hefty swig, you're like, ooh, spicy. <laughs> wow, that's hilarious. Um. All right, so Baltimore, uh, Ring yeah, of Honor. Shout out to Kyle Sparks, um, a part of the Code of Honor podcast, unless it also a big member of the Shining Wizards Discord, and a big fan of the Mark and uh, Mark Mark Order podcast. Uh, but I confirmed with him, so basically they were basically doing all their tapings out of Baltimore for most of 2012. So it wasn't all the same taping. So this crowd's not there for like five, six, seven, twelve, fifteen, twenty hours. Um, kind of like Impact is doing in Nashville. Obviously, there's a different reason because of the pandemic. Um, so that's why they keep going. They don't, don't really hit the road um, for the TV till about a month, uh, till 2013. So, in case you're wondering. So, I got that. But uh, the TV starts off, uh, some highlights of uh, the Briscoes uh, beating uh, Wrestling's greatest tag team. And then uh, the beatdown that ensued uh, with the wrapping of the Jays nuts across the ring post um and then we get um uh why my notes okay the proving ground match wow that was really embarrassing that's right we We haven't had one of these in a minute proving ground remember folks if you want a proving ground match you it's it's kind of like what wwe is doing lately with the contender match except for you actually get the title shot later right because you got to hang with the champ to get a title shot for 15 minutes for 15 minutes or they, 
and they point out that based on the time frame for when this title shot could come, even though the challengers are facing the champions in this match, the champions they face might not be this okay. tag team. Yeah. But who's uh, in this match, Tom? CNC Wrestle Factory is obviously Woo-hoo. wrestling that place. But quick shout boy, out they, to the Shining they, Wizards. They, boy, they fucking look great, don't they? They do. But they both still look good. Yeah. You are aware of who's going to be on the Shining Wizards on Monday, right? To borrow from Tony Soundboard. Hell yeah! <laughs> I need a soundboard. Um, but yeah, yeah shout out Priest Coleman. Yeah. Shout out to Shining Wizards. I'm that book. That's Yeah, I'm really stoked for that one. Um, so hopefully. How, how good was that Billy Starks interview, too? It's awesome. I did not so realize great. she was that young. I was like, oh, because she's been wrestling for a while. So, good honor, man. So, getting her homework done, all the AP and college courses and uh-huh. wrestling. Man, I could barely get all my work done like that. And I didn't wrestle. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> I can barely get my work done now, and I don't have any fucking homework. So, um, listen, listen, Tom, I can't even find time to watch Ring of well, we'll blame the internet, but uh, the internet. with this, but yeah, it's a proving ground match. But like we said, yeah, either you got to beat the champs or last fifteen minutes, and you get a future title shot for whoever has uh, the title when you get your shot. Um, the Tom, who's, champs right, who's, who's champs right now again? Just let the people know one more time. Dem boys, dem boys. Mark. You got a lot of got a lot of dem boys shirts in the crowd. That the, the property of the Briscoes shirts or whatever, they're yep. all over the crowd. All lot, yeah, a little bit more. Uh, Confederate flags than I would like, but hey, it is what it is. Yeah, I mean, nothing perfect. Um, Except you, Tom. Nah, anyways, my boss might have something to say about that, but um, but yeah, it's a good man. I mean, listen, yeah, Caprice and Cedric look great. Um, a lot of talk about uh, Jay and his uh, fellas. After he'd been rung his uh, nuts, he had that nut shot in the ring pool, and uh, they kind of went on a little bit about the side effects, how it affects you, la da da da. Would they say like they like repossessed his family jewel or something like that? Like, yeah, it was, it was, it felt really forced. And even Nigel kind of stumbled through the line where it's like, he's like, should I say it? It's like, it's like you've already come so far, just like, just say it. Like, yeah, his line though about. Mark's tongue looking like it's in a cage when he smiles. I mean, he's not wrong. I mean, the dude's chewing on title belts all the time. It's going to happen. Yeah. Um, you know, and um, I love Mark's athleticism. Did you see when he was crawling on the ropes and he's doing that like chicken thing? Dude, I've never seen that before. So, um, but yeah, CNC look great. Um, but then all of a sudden, surprise, surprise, wrestling's greatest tag team. They come out and they mug Jay, um, allowing CNC to do for the double, pin, uh, double team, which is a sweet move, and they get the pin on Mark. So CNC outright wins the tra- the proving ground match, and, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. But to their testament, they did kind of question it. 
you know, they weren't too happy about it, but I mean, shit, you're going to take a, t- a title shot when you get it. So, and then next we get um, a quick uh, Davy Richards promo. Mr. Richards, I will see you on Saturday. And I, I just want to shout out one one thing. So I didn't get to see all of this match because the video and stuff was pretty laggy, but the the blessed TO or whatever yeah. he called it, where he had like the, the STO with the hands, like I was sick. Yeah. So I mean, people people slept on Caprice, man. I mean, sure. He, he he is in just as good a shape now. Yeah, as he was ten years ago. Yeah, and he was thirty six. Thirty six in this match. He's a marvel. Yeah, treasure and a marvel. So something in that holy water, Tom. Yeah. So yeah, we'll have to get some questions to see if Mac can get the questions in, but um. Yeah, but next we get a quick promo from Davy Richards. Um, Davy Richards, I mean, promos are in his strong suit. Um, I said I'll see him on Saturday, but I'm not going to bring that part up. And then um, keeps calling Kevin Steen fat boy, and I was going to beat the fat boy, blah, blah, blah. So, And then we switch to the House of Truth and the Embassy. Did you see this? Yes and no. Okay. Again, like audio was coming through, video wasn't quite – but did you see the end result of said promo? That's the million dollar question. So I'm guessing by the look on your face, I'm going to say no, because it's pretty memorable. It was about Rhino, right? Yeah. So the embassy in, uh, or yeah, the embassy has uh, sold the rights to uh, the House of Truth and they're bringing in a mercenary. And uh, quick promo. He's going to beat the piss out of everybody. And then, uh, yeah, pro, and then, then we cut to the Rhino's TV debut against a very, very, very young Vincent. Vincent Marsiglia. Yeah, and uh, that match definitely went as you thought it would go. Um, a little bit longer. Um, yeah. It might have it actually hit the three digits mark. Um, it was not just a gore at the bell. No, there's a couple of gores in the bell, but... Um, and then uh, we have my favorite time of the week. It's a uh, Kevin Steen promo. And I was going to put this promo at the beginning of this episode, but since Honor Club's fucking me in the ass and I can't play it, um, we're just going to have to tell you about it. Tell so, me about it, Tom. Tell me about it. Hit me with it. So we got uh, Kevin Steen. Um, so uh, we've got, oh, yeah, Joe Coff's in the ring. Oh, no, that's a different promo. Gosh, I am really scattered tonight. Okay, so Kevin Steen comes out. He's got Jimmy Jacobs, and uh, Kevin Owens has brought out his Canadian flag. Uh, he wants to make Jim Cornette feel like it's 1997 with his border wars. I thought that was kind of funny. And uh, he's wondering if he's got Davey Richards hiding behind him because Cornette's got a huge ass. And he's like, why won't Richards come out here? And uh, all of a sudden, the, the real wolf music comes out. Davey Richards comes out talking about, you know, about the USA is the best country in the world, whatnot, blah, 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 blah. And then Stings brings up, um, you know, Davey, people may not know, but we used to be friends. You know, we've wrestled each other all across the country. And then when I got fired from Ring of Honor, I picked you up one day in Montreal and I rode you to a wrestling show and you said you're going to help me out. But did you help me out? No, because you're too far up Jim Cornette's ass and you're too scared of me. Um, And then... um, Lots of back and forth, you know, once again, uh, he calls Steen a fat boy. Uh, Cornet comes out having a corner, or uh, Cornery uh, comes in, 
Um, you know, he was protecting Kevin Steen from Richards, uh, but his ranting, blah, blah, blah. And he's going to make the pile driver legal in this match, but he's going to make them sign a hold harmless form. So the border wars, the pile driver is legal and Davy Richards doesn't give no fucks. And then Cornette has both of them sign it. It turns out it just wasn't a hold harmless. It says if, Ke- if Kevin Steen loses this match, he never gets a title shot again. Will, what's going to happen? I don't know what's going to happen to multi-time Ring of Honor world champion Kevin Steen. <laughs> Actually, I think he only won the belt once. Uh-oh. Yeah. So, we'll see what happens. Um, Speaking, speaking of seeing what happens, Tom, do you, uh, do you watch Impact? A little bit. I'm aware of, you know. Because uh, currently, or I guess not currently, because Impact tweeted this up an hour ago, uh, Dem Boys are confronting violence by, was it violence by design? Is that uh, the... No shit, they're, eh? They're all in the ring. So, Dem Boys going to get some Impact dates. Good. Yeah, and then we've a good chance to get a big cast in uh in AEW next week. So things are uh things are changing. So big cast. I've I've heard he's uh he's tall. Yeah, he's tall. I can't teach that. No. So man, cast Enzo and Cast were so good, by the way. I love I love them. Yeah. I didn't love it as much when Enzo went like Solo, but like Enzo and Cass together were like the, the, the timing they had with each other. Yeah. Sorry, I'm derailing this podcast again, but like timing they had together. No, yeah. And like, it was so much fun. Yeah. yeah the whole crowd going, Bada boom, Rio's going. How yeah. are you all doing? Yeah. And when they debuted, I mean, that the main roster knew who they were. Yeah. You know, because I at that time um, I didn't have the network and I didn't know NXT, so I just I didn't know who they were when they showed up, and I'm like, wow, these guys are fucking over, Jesus. Um, yeah, interesting to see. I mean, yeah, we yeah. Anyways, um, anyways, we're gonna go on. Briscoes, but we're not talking about the Briscoes right now. We're talking about Kevin Steen. Oh, yeah, but you just uh, you just gave us some breaking news, Will. So. Breaking news: The Briscoes yeah. are great. They're on TV somewhere. Yeah, about damn they're, time. They're back on Access TV. Yeah. <laughs> so they used to have Ring of Honor too. Yeah. So, um, and then we're cutting to Will's favorite time of the week. Um, must be inside Ring of Honor. Yep. And they go over Border Wars. You know, they reiterate that Steen and Richards are going to be the main event for the title. Uh, we're oh. <laughs> ten boys. Uh, versus wrestling's greatest tag team in a fight with no honor. First time ever these two teams are locking up. Yep, first time ever that week. Um, and then we get store, um, they get a rematch from Showdown the Sun with Storm and Bennett, and then we're gonna get Lethal versus Champ in a grudge match. Um, and then there's a couple quick promos. You know, Lance Storm says, you know, Bennett messed up. Uh, Lethal's gonna be the new dominant male, and Champa doesn't lie, and Edwards does doesn't die. Basically, we're the sums up these promos from inside the Ring of Honor. So, there's still no TV title belt, though. No, we don't even know where that is. So, well, uh, no, I think Roddy had it in this match. She's up next. 
Oh, I didn't see the next match because I had never seen Ciampa bring the belt back. I don't think I haven't seen it either, but Roddy's got it. Oh, so I guess he gave it back. So I'm off screen behind the scenes. Yeah, um, I think he's got it. That's a good question. I would go back and watch it, but uh, my honor club's not working. So thanks, Tony Khan. Um, but we go speaking of which, you go to the main event. We've got uh, for the TV title, we've got Roger Strong versus Adam Cole in the main event. Baby. Um, and ironically enough, I just kind of shocked at this, but uh, Roger Strong actually does the code of honor, uh, which is kind of odd, but I mean, he's a bad guy. But and then um, Kevin Kelly and Nigel they put over that Roddy is the uh, second triple crown winner in Ring of Honor history uh, with the tag team TV and world title, Eddie Edwards being the first. And um, unfortunately, though, they spent a solid chunk of the, the match talking about Lethal and Ciampa and just putting over Ciampa, how he was so bitter at Jay Lethal that he would give up the title just to screw Jay Lethal over. Um, you know, great action. I mean, these two, obviously, as was mentioned, I mean, they, they worked together for years in NXT. Uh, great action, stiff as expected. And then um, originally, Michael Elgin did not come out to the ring. So he was, he was conspicuous by his absence. But then uh, later on in the match, he does stroll down about halfway through. And then uh, Michael Elgin gets wiped out a couple times by Adam Cole. And uh, But then he gets back up and, you know, weird. Michael Elgin gets up on the ring and uh, distracts the referee. And what do you think happened, Will? I mean, is it possible that Truth Martini could whack Adam Cole in the face with the Book of Truth? And Roddy He's wins. been known to do that. So, um, you know, I know you, you didn't get a chance to see the episode or anything, and you know, can't say I feel compelled to go back and watch. Yeah, the bit of this TV that I didn't get to see. Yeah, Kevin Steen, brilliant. Um, I wish the main event was longer. Um, I wish Inside of Ring of Honor was shorter. Um, it was cool to see Rhino. It's cool to see Vinny Marsegula, you know. Um, I don't know. I, I don't think I think he'll be a he'll be pretty righteous in the future, you know what I'm saying? There's a there's a good chance that he's got a very righteous future ahead of him. You dig? I do. You know, but yeah, I admit, well, I don't think this would have captured my attention going forward, so. However, the next episode, or not the next episode, next one we've got, we've got Ring of Honor Unity taping in Chicago Ridge, Illinois, which aired also, this also aired April 28, 2012. So I, I, as far as the TV episode goes, I think the one thing I would say is you could say it's an interesting story point to have wrestling's greatest tag team sabotage the Briscoes in a proving ground match. Because if you assume that they're the confident they're going to beat the Briscoes at the pay-per-view, you're setting up that you're going to have a a number one contender in CNC Wrestle Factory. Yeah. A team that you've already wrestled and you won, but they were not pushovers that yeah. you maybe went into the match thinking. So, you know, it, that was kind of a lose-lose on their part. Yeah. Yeah, they could have, you know, if they tried to line up like the Bravado brothers or something for their first defense, you know, now now we're talking smarts. Yeah. 
So, well, I mean, you never know. We'll uh, we'll we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. But Tom, I want you to t- talk to me about Chicago. Chicago Ridge. Uh, Chicago Ridge. I've never I've never been to the Ridge or the city. Oh, well, Chicago's Chicago. I mean, it's nice if you're not from Milwaukee. Um, that's all I'm gonna say. Even though I'll be there tomorrow and Sunday. Um, but we're starting off. We got a hot opener. Uh, House of Truth versus uh, All Night Express. And man, dude, when um, Kenny King and Rick came out, they were over. Um, definitely one of the bigger pops of the night. And then we get uh, obviously this. Well, this time we got Kevin Kelly. We got Steve Carino on the call because this is not a TV taping, so this is a DVD taping. So yes, sir. Um, and definitely Steve Carino did a really good job on this one because obviously Rhett Titus has got the knee injury, you know, and everyone could talk about knee injury, but he really went into you know, the semantics and like the mental aspect of rectitis's knee injury, uh, which I thought was actually a different kind of way to talk about it. Cause I mean, you know, um, yeah, I mean, beyond the fact that he's six foot, whatever. Yeah. So that a lot of pressure on that knee. Yeah. But I mean, he's built like a brick, you know, like a Greek God though. I mean, there's probably, that dude hasn't seen a carbon remote since 2004. Um, you know, and I know we say this every time that um, All Night Express is on our TV, but man, those guys got athleticism. Um, yeah, and once again, great chemistry between the four of them. Um, you know, and obviously Roderick Strong is being smart. He starts focusing on the knee. Um, but then uh, Roderick Strong fakes a knee uh, or has a knee injury outside. And he's – um. You know, truth tending to him. Paul Paul Turner, the refs, kind of tending to him. Uh, well, Michael Elgin's just in the ring, fucking cleaning house. Uh, Michael Elgin gets a big power bomb on Rhett, but there's no one to count. The ref is being distracted. The manager is being distracted. Uh, and then uh, on that express, get a big tag, double tag team on Big Mike uh, with a double team neck breaker. I don't know what it's called. I'm not a big move guy. And uh, Rep gets the pin on Big Mike. So, Kyle won't say it's an upset, but it's not an up- uh, I, I think, upset. I think, I think, I think Elgin's upset. Ah, yes, <laughs> you are correct. And then, uh, once again, Roddy starts shaking hands. He shakes hands with all that express. Um, but Michael Elgin, not so much. And then, temper's a flare. You know, all of a sudden, Roddy's knee's better, but uh, you know. But at the end, uh, Truth Martini works his magic. You know, he gets him to shake hands and they hug it, or they don't hug it out. But, uh, you know, everything's all good in House of Truth land for now. For now. So we shall see. Um, and next we get uh, the original OG PDA disgusting couple, our personal favorites, Mike Bennett. And Maria Canellis. So good. So good. Still so good. And I'm going to put myself over because I could see Mike Bennett wrestle Fred Yehi tomorrow night. So um, that's for those of you listening, that, that was yesterday night. You missed out, chumps. <laughs> well, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Duh. Wow. Sorry. It's been a day, people. Uh, it's all right. Right. I, I'm normally off on Wednesdays. So I, when I was at work yesterday, I just kept prepping stuff like tomorrow the next day was going to be friday and i'm like wait <laughs> wait <laughs> yeah and I, week. 
I know I've been off all week. Like I thought today was Friday. I thought yesterday was Thursday. Um, I, I, I called and made an appointment for my car and they told me, oh, I'll get you in like May 10th. And I'm like, damn, that's like a month out. I'm like, wait, no, it's not. <laughs> that's a week and a half. Um, Oof. <laughs> yeah. Um, but there's no brutal Bob, just these two. And a lot of uh, unflattering chants towards Marina, as you can imagine. Uh, some of sloppy seconds. Squeeze those lemons. Yeah. <laughs> there's a throwback. Yep. We're so, going to start building up road inside jokes. You'll have to go back through the archive. Yep, and any high-fiver knows what that's in reference to, let me know, and I'll send you a sticker when we get stickered. <laughs> um, but uh, Mike Bennett with the classic line, he's like, boo all you want. You paid money to see me. I got all night, everybody. Um, Facts. He's just right. And uh, he's like, I got all night. And then uh, some cheap heat. You know, ripping on Chicago. Maria's bringing up uh, second place, and it's the second city. La da da da. And then they start making out. You know, sorry, Sammy and Taya, you guys got nothing on Mike and Maria. Just saying, just saying. Um, but then this scrawny guy, uh, the ever ready Mike Seidel, shows up. Yes, I didn't say Matt Seidel. Mike Seidel. Mike Seidel. Mike Seidel. Um, yeah, and uh, they've got an impromptu match, and I guess Mike Seidel's thing is he's, he's always ready. He just shows up and is looking for a chance, and uh, gets a little bit of offense. Um, oh, yeah, he takes it. I'm sorry. He takes it. Yeah, he's taking advantage of the fact that Bennett doesn't have an opponent, um, you know, and uh, he gets some offense in, but at the end, you know, Bennett does what Bennett do, does Bennett things, and he gets the wing, uh, gets the win. And then uh, they kind of part the ring, and Maria just uh, talks about how much Chicago sucks. Um, just love it. I, you know, I mean. How infuriating. They're, they're attractive people. He wins all the time. I know. You know. People chant CM Punk at him. He just smiles at him. Yeah. So I'm like, wow, I didn't even know they had CM, Chunk, CM Punk chants back then, so. I'm still working on wrapping my brain around exactly like, the timeline of how exactly like shit fits together. Cause this yeah. feels like so old yeah. when you think about the E stuff, it's like, Oh, that wasn't that long ago, but mm-hmm. it's like, but it was, yeah. it's just WWE's cameras are way better. <laughs> way better. <laughs> way better. And lighting. And I, I think that's what's it is like you know you watch some of the stuff and it just it feels older than ten years ago. Yeah, that's a good point. I don't even thought of that. Like just with like the lighting in the rooms and how like the odd like how the commentary like how it sits on top of the video. Yeah. Whereas you because I mean we were like in prime like we already had like yes chant Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Which was you know your. USA Network and yeah, all that jazz. So I guess what makes it so hard to like, because I I always have to stop and think like, no, like this is 2012. What was happening in 2012? Yeah, all this other stuff. We talked about it when they initially did the Hall of Fame. It's like, oh well, they were only here. It's like, oh, they were already in the WWE by then. Like this is yeah. Speaking oh no! Fame, what are they doing with that? Are they just in? Are they just inducted? Or are they going to do a ceremony? It's probably just more like a spiritual thing. 
Yeah. Kind of like the beginnings of the WWE Hall of Fame. So, do you think they actually build a Hall of Fame building for the WWE Hall of Fame? I mean, 10 years ago, I would have said, well, duh, but I mean, it's been so long. I can't imagine they don't. Why wouldn't they? Um, but why they haven't already? I, I don't know. So I think so. I think eventually. So. Yeah, enough about WWE, Tom. We're not here to talk about the WWE. There's plenty of podcasts that talk about WWE. Yeah. I want you to. I want you to keep talking to me about Chicago Ridge. Oh, and I will. Um, and uh, next we get um, a promo from the aforementioned Bravado Brothers. Oh shit! Who knew? <laughs> <laughs> and Will didn't know that. Um, I had no idea because I didn't watch the required programming. And uh, they're talking about how they've been off TV and they've actually been in Japan for four months, which actually That's is actually, actually a good reason to not be. Yeah. Um, on her TV. And, and I double checked. This is a shoot. They really were. Um, they were over there. Uh, yeah. Getting trained. And um, uh, Steve Carino mentioned from who. Uh, but yeah, that I mean, that explains why they've been gone. You know, so. And then we get uh, Steve Carino and Kevin Kelly just talking about the bravados. Um, and they just talking how the uh, in Japan they needed that um, kick in the ass, you know, and they, they looked really good. They came back focused, and they, uh, they shouldn't be slept on. And, um, oh, and by the way, they're facing the Young Bucks in a match. Um, and, of course, who I would pick for my first opponent's bat. <laughs> yeah, and that's, that's a big hill to climb, but, you know. It, it is what it is, but, uh, you know, and then they talk about how the young bucks, I mean, I still love this, you know, the, the young bucks don't uh, shake, they don't shake the hands of, uh, anyone they don't respect. They only shake each other's hands. <laughs> I don't know why, but that makes me pop every goddamn time. Um, you know, and once again, great back and forth. Uh, the Bravado brothers do look good here um, in their defense. It looks like they've they came back focused and strong. And um, you forget though with uh, with the Young Bucks, you know all their you know all the flips and flips and shit like people bitch about. They're really good at tag team wrestling. At the end of the day, um, impeccable. Um, not just I mean you move. I mean they tell great. Yes, they do flips. Yes, they get cocky. Um, but they do tell a great story. I don't give a shit what Jim Cornette says, but I think that's a work. I think the Bucks and Cornette are working together, but um, that's just me. And then, uh, yeah. And then uh, Kevin Kelly um, puts over that they were able to check out. I don't know what that means. So, um, and then we get the Young Bucks. Um, you know, they got the they got the Provado brothers. You know. They've got them all beaten down, and it's, uh, Bucks go for uh, more bang for your buck. However, Will, Lancelot keeps Nick from making the jump, and Andrew Chase rolls up Matt for the one, two, three. Yes! Hold See, up. this is awesome. So it actually worked out that you didn't watch it. So, this yeah. Is, this, is April, this is it's, it's April 28th, not April 1st, Tom. Stop, stop yanking <laughs> oh. my chain. The no, bro- dude. You're <laughs> telling me the Bravado Brothers got a win? A clean win. A clean win. Over um, the is Bucks. This, is this a pay-per-view? 
It's not necessarily a pay per view, but I mean, it's a. So it's not even a pay per view. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, sweet. Damn. Four months in Japan is all it took. Yeah. You know, and the last then, time uh, we saw the Bravado Brothers, they lost, and it, you know they made the point: hey, you don't win, you don't get a spot. Yeah, and they kept. Then, losing. then, then the next time they were supposed to show up. Russell's greatest tag team said no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and they're yeah. so low on the totem pole that just because they said no, they didn't get them. Yeah. so um yeah, and then uh yes, so this actually worked out well. So was I did I good a job of actually keep did I actually make it think that they were gonna lose? When you're talking about a tag team upset and you said there's a Bravado Brothers match, I was not thinking this is where the upset was. <laughs> Because we're talking about like how oh they look great, it's like oh they're still going to lose to the young bucks. It's the Bravado brothers. Yeah, and they and they look good. Um, Yeah, I might, I might have to go back and watch this. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, Steve Carino is putting over. Um, He says this this is probably the biggest upset in Ring of Honor history. Um, and to this point, it's the biggest upset we've seen. Um. And the really cool thing is, I, I love how Carino says, um, yeah, this might be the biggest upset in Ring of Honor history, but the Bravado brothers aren't acting like it's an upset. They're acting like they deserved it. And uh, that's a big swing. Yeah. You know, that's something you may not notice. I, I really like that. So, yeah, well, I would actually go back, and if you get a chance, I'd definitely go back and watch this match. So. Son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. So... Some way serendipitously, it worked out that you weren't able to watch this week. You know, if we had a three count like the Wizards, that would have had to have been number one. Yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah, and I was I was gonna put it on uh I was gonna put it on the Discord too, but I'm like, no, I'll, I'll wait. So so yeah. Um huh. Yeah, after that, uh, the crowd calms down. We kind of, you know, come back down, and uh, Joe Koff comes out, and he announces that uh, Death Before Dishonor will take place right here in Chicago Ridge, and all the belts will be defended. Joe Koff shouldn't be on TV. The guy who plays Joe Koff on the Brain Buster Boy should be on TV more often. That's me, by the way, in case you're wondering. So, high fivers if uh, you've ever heard my, my appearances on the Brain Buster Boys with Joe Koff. That's pretty awesome if I do say so myself, but uh wow, listen to this guy more like jerk off. Am I right, guys? <laughs> uh, but Joe Koff talks about uh how all the belts will be defended, and then uh Kevin Steen comes out. You know, obviously Kevin Steen's got some uh got some issues with that, but I do oh. love you did actually miss because he's got the um oh my gosh, but he's got the um I um I love Colt Cabana shirt on. But it's got the, not the yarmulke, the the symbol, the, like the Star of David. Yes, thank you. I yeah, I Star of David Cabana shirt on. So I thought that was pretty awesome, especially being he's in Chicago. Um, Good old yeah. Scotty Goldman. Yeah, old, yeah. And then he, uh, he Kevin Steen's talking about. Um, he does math and he realizes, you know what, Joe Koff? September is after May. And to answer his question, will all the champs be out? And he says, I will be world champion at that time. And then he calls out uh, El Generico and B.J. Whitmer. 
uh, because oh, I'm sorry, he's got Jimmy Jacobs with him. So we've got a we've got ta- another tag team match. So, and uh, against did you El- see the thing uh, you mentioned El Generico? Did you see the clip where they shouted out El Generico? I don't remember. I think it was on darker elevation, but somebody busted out a blue thunder bomb. And Escalver was like, oh, shades of El Generico. Oh, shit. Let's go. <laughs> you know, I mean, I wonder how that would work if, if he's under a mask. I mean, I mean, do they own the wrestler? I mean, you know. Well, it's like the Kip Sabian thing. <laughs> he keeps showing up everywhere with the box over his head. You can't say it's him because he's under the box. You don't know, except for he points it out and posts pictures like, I'm here. It's me under the box. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Um, I did not hear that. Maybe El Jericho survived that, uh, the orphan fire. Maybe it's just Dan Housen in the mask again. That's right. I forgot about that. Um, but yeah, we get uh, El Generico and BJ Whitmer, and uh, they they start brawling. Surprise, surprise, and uh, a lot of brawling, you know. But then uh, Todd Sinclair gets on the mic and he keeps yelling, "This is a real match. Get in the ring. This isn't a street match fight." And then, you know, Whitmer and Steen are like, this can't be a regular match. This has got to be no dispute, la da 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 And Todd Sinclair's like, I can't make this a street fight. la da this is a regular match. Get your ass in the ring. It would have been good if they had done it the once. But he kept saying, I can't do it. I can't do it. I need help from the back. I don't know if somebody missed their cue. Uh, but then somebody runs out a cell phone to Todd Sinclair. And it's conveniently Jim Cornette. And all of a sudden, now this is a street fight. So, you know, um, wow. Jim Cornette gave Kevin Steen what he wanted. Yeah, weird, you know. So, and of course, uh, these four, I mean, they beat the piss out of each other. And then I didn't, I wasn't really aware, but I guess BJ Whitmer's got a lot of history uh, with Jimmy Jacobs. Um, and I did, so I mean, Seacrow did a good job putting it over because I mean, like, why is he in this match? You know, that's what I was first one. I mean, don't get me wrong, I love BJ Whitmer. Um, hopefully future guest of uh, Ring of Honor Reverie, but it's not our story in itself. But, uh, you know, we get some apron bomb, power bombs um, from uh, Steen out of Generico. And, man, Vintage Steen. Yeah, that move doesn't get old. It still hurts every time I see it. Um, you know, I know when's the last time he's done it to him, but I remember when he did it to him when he won the championship in NXT. I thought that was pretty cool, so. And then uh, what are you El, El Generico, you're thinking of Sami Zayn. Oh shit, about? you're right. Oh my bad. I'm sorry. I know. The, um, I know that the. I know the. Uh, the bottoms are a little similar. Yeah, I know. And, you know, they, they both had the red goatee. I know it's 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 te- it's there. There is some some yeah. similarities. I mean, but, move, you know, the move set pretty similar. It's it's understandable. You know, it's it's like we keep thinking Ezekiel is a lioness. And you know, it's but the, you know, <laughs> yeah, no way. I mean, that can't be Elias. I mean, come on. Um, Elias had a beard, god, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Yeah, and then we get some tables set up um, in the match. And then, uh, obviously, BJ's uh, Whitmer suplexes Jacobs to the win. And uh, BJ Whitmer and El Generico actually get the, uh, get the win. So, I mean, I don't know if I consider it an upset, but, um, I mean, pretty pretty standard fare here. Just, I mean, four dudes beating the piss out of each other. So, um, and then next, Will, we get our first Jakara versus Ring of Honor, which this is Penn supposed to be Jakara versus Ring of Honor pay-per-view. Um, that was my one big gripe with this. Uh, there's only two Jakara matches in this whole thing. Um, but... But it's a special treat, uh, trios match uh, with the Ooh. colony, which is former king of trios, uh, champion soldier ant, green ant, and fire ant, uh, versus Jay Lethal, Adam Cole, and TJP. And uh, yeah, it's like I said, this is another match I would definitely get into. Um, you know, obviously, super high flying, um, all over the place, big spots, but um, I forgot to mention because it's Jakara. Uh, they've got the Jakara ref, and it's also under Lucha Rules. Um, mm-hmm. And for high fivers that are not aware of what Lucha Rules are, you don't have to tag, but once one of a member of your team rolls out of the ring, you can get into the ring legally. There doesn't have to be any tags or anything. And Steve Carino just can't wrap his head around it. It's actually pretty funny. Um, I forgot to investigate the colony. So, Will, if you could... So, I know, obviously... The colony. They're ants. They are. They, they have a queen. Uh, Orange Cassidy may have something to do with the fire ant fellow. Right. Do you know of the other two? That's what I, I, think, kind of... I think they're still competing as... The colony? As the colony, because there's a podunk promotion up in Vermont that I was supposed to go see where they're currently the tag champs. Oh, that's right, yeah. I'm not, I pop big. He's not in this group, but uh, Ultra Mantis Black was in cahoots with the Colony at one point. Right. So when he was when he showed up at that Ring of Honor paper at the end of last year, I was like, yo, let's go. Hmm. <laughs> they're the Colony, Team Collie, and they've got another name, Resist ants. Yeah. Um, oh damn! I looked up soldier ant in the colony, and it brought up army ants. Yeah. Oh That's my kayfabe, god, brother! Oh my gosh! I know they got a thief ant in there, and I click on that, and it actually brings up the actual thief ant. Oh wait, fire ant, green ant, green ant slash silver ant, carpenter ant, thief ant. Wow, so they actually they don't bring up the wrestlers in Wikipedia here. It actually just brings up like actual green ants. This is like when you want to talk about kayfabe, this this is the kayfabe. Wow. I gotta watch more Jakara. Um that that's that's it. So but great match. Um well I would definitely recommend going back to watch this too. Um you know, and there's actually a really kind of fun spot. So two of uh, so Green Ant and Soldier Ant get on the top rope, and they're doing. They're from the Ant Hill. Oh, nice. Um, and then uh, but it's funny because Jay Lethal also gets on the top rope, and then all three of them drop an elbow at the same time on the prospective opponents. Um, that was a fun spot. Never seen that before. Uh, but TJP gets a roll up. Uh, but the Jakara ref is oddly out of position. 
And then um, Green Ant comes in and rolls Fire Ant, and Jakara gets some win. Um, some ten- tense moments here afterwards, uh, but eventually we do get the Code of Honor. Uh, so we are good to go. So, and that's where my notes end. So we're going to kind of wing it from here, Will. Um, so, uh, are we, do you just want to go down through the card? You just kind of want to hop around, like what you thought was like the big takeaways from it? Yeah. Well, we've got two more matches only. So, one of these is another Chikara crossover, right? Yep. You said there was two? Yeah. So, so then, uh, yeah, yeah, the main event. Um, and then the, so we got two more tag team matches. Uh, but the next match okay. was really good. Uh, was Team Ambition versus Wrestling's greatest tag team. So Team Ambition being O'Reilly, David Richards. Richards. Yep. And that, then, that was probably a really good match. Yes. Um, you want to talk about four dudes that can go. Um, yeah. And just a real quick promo here ahead of time. Kyle O'Reilly throws Future Shock under the bus. Um, and Davey Richards is like, dude, get over it. This isn't about Adam Cole. We're moving forward. I don't give a shit anymore. Uh, so there's a little bit of tension, um, but he needs to get his right, you know. And then Davey Richards is like, you need to get your head right because we're taking, we're facing some tough sons of bitches. So, how's your bike right, Sunshine? Okay. okay, we're recording, but we do what we want. So, want to say hi to Will? Hi, Will. Hi, Faith. She biked home so we could record. So she's a, she's a superstar. Um, yeah, unfortunately, high fivers. I don't have any notes on this, um, but I did watch it. And Will, I would recommend you go back and watch too. But yeah, it's it, it's as expected. I mean, you had four, you know, two legit actual wrestler wrestlers in wrestling's great tag team, and two legit MMA fighters in a match, and. Um, yeah, if I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure um, World's Greatest Tag Team gets the win on this one. I think they get the win on David Richards, but don't quote me on that. Um, I could look it up. I had the, had the pinfall on your world champion. Yeah. Not a good uh, look ring of honor. Another, well, another one, because, I mean, if you remember, Adam Cole pinned him not too long ago. He did. Um, by the way, Will, did you know that um, – one of the world, one of the first world premieres of the Wizard of Oz was right here in Wisconsin. Actually, the world premiere was here in Wisconsin, but we had dinner right by where the other one was for breakfast this morning. By the way, I don't know if you knew that or not. Did not know that. So, um, but yeah, I mean, great match. Go back and watch it. Um, this is me sucking without my uh, without my notes. But then the next match is the which is uh, the main event. We get uh, Dem Boys, World, the great, you know, the Ring of Honor Tag Team Champions versus Jakaras, Hollow Wicked, and Jigsaw, who are, I guess, our legendary Jakara figures. Um, another great match. Uh, but I do know that the uh, at the end of the day, the um, Briscoes win this one. Um, okay, so yeah, World's Grass Tag Team won, but they don't say who got the pin. In here, damn it. Okay. Um, yeah, so I mean, I was a little disappointed, you know, in the fact this whole Jakar they kind of made it out to be a bigger thing. Oh, one of the big things, um, that happened, um, because uh, Jigsaw and, and how Wicked were getting their asses kicked, and then, um, you know, the all the, the ants came out, uh, to support, so the Jakar roster came out, 
but no one came out to help the Briscoes. Briscoes were all by themselves, and uh, they had a quick promo beforehand. Jay's like, Ring of Honor, you ain't got our backs. I mean, what's what's going on here? But at the end, um, Cole, Lethal, and TJP come back out. A little tension, you know, from the last uh, last match and everything. Uh, but then the, yeah, then the Briscoes pull out the win with the Doomsday device. So, and still, if you're Ring of Honor champions, the Briscoes. So, um, I know they've got another event the next day, uh, which we're going to cover next week if my if my Honor Club comes back up in Dayton. Um, I hope there's more Jakara Ring of Honor mix. Um, we didn't get to see Eddie Kingston. No. Eddie Kingston was part of the build for this. We saw no Eddie Kingston. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, if I had seen this as a standalone, I'd probably have tuned into more Ring of Honor. I might almost be more interested in scoping out Chikara based on. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know much about Chikara. Um, I started the 2016 King of Trios tournament, which is awesome. Um, that that's like their thing. The King the King of Trios thing is like their thing. It was their thing for a while. So lots of great tag team wrestling. Yeah. And Largely like- kind of a little silly. I don't remember exactly where it falls, but they did a storyline where the company got like shut down and had somebody pull a Doc Brown at it, like a like a partner company's event, and be like, "We've got to go back to save Chikara." That's pretty I mean, awesome. I mean, there's a there's a tag team whose gimmick was ice cream cones, so I mean that's. Some of his ants, yeah. ice cream cones, yeah, I, I, notorious yeah. enemies in the summertime. Yeah, very prevalent in uh, season five of Better Call Saul. This, yeah. So, um, but yeah, Will. I mean, I don't know if I, if I were you, I don't know if I would go back and watch the whole thing. Um, but definitely, it I mean, sound it. you know, I mean, if you want, if you got the time, but I know you're busy, but definitely check out the Bravado Brothers and Young Books. Um, yeah, and definitely check out these last two matches. Actually, last three. You know, it's a good spot. So, you know, Ring of Honor ending up, you know, ending a pay per view with with tag team matches. So that was pretty cool. So, well, I mean, again, it's the, the tag division for Ring of Honor. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like AEW. The tag division feels like the way more prevalent yeah. division than the. Yeah, the men's singles. Like, no, not to take away from Adam Page, big Adam Page. I can't wait till we get to you know the decade and stuff like that. Yeah, but I mean, FTR. Yeah, Phoenix is back. Yeah, you've got you got all these. There's so many great tag teams. Please, 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 please tell me we're getting House of Black versus Death Triangle sooner than later. I mean, I feel like based. Spoiler alert, I feel like that's going to happen. Yeah. Did they, I don't know if you, did they announce it already? They did you watch? Yeah, I just saw Dynamite. Yeah, so I haven't watched Dynamite in ages, but I feel like that's what the implication was, right? Because right. he came back, kind of jumped. Yeah. I don't even know if it's it still jumping if you're the good guy, because if you're jumping something, it makes it sound like you're a bad guy. <laughs> I mean, I mean, right, he was in disguise. And he did try to hit him with a shovel. 
So damn, yeah. I thought these Triple H digs would be over now that Cody's gone. Yeah, no, no. So yeah, Sunshine Phoenix is back. He's a big Phoenix mark. So um, who who is it? <sighs> Terrace will Terrace. I am I am a Phoenix mark. She is. She's got to hug him a few times. I only got to hug him once. I thought you hugged him twice. No, just when he was real sweaty that one time. I thought you got to hug him more and more. Oh, okay. So, all right. Um, well, I mean, is there uh, anything else besides the fact Will doesn't like black olives? You believe that sometime? Will is a beautiful human being, and he doesn't have to like black olives just because you do. Damn. Thanks, Faith. You're welcome. Wow. Will might like grapefruit, but that doesn't mean you have to like grapefruit. Oh, Will, do you like grapefruit? Okay. I like, I like grapefruit if it's mixed with stuff. I but can't. I have a very, I have a very prep. Like, I've never tried to eat just like a straight grapefruit. My dad. I remember one time I grabbed <laughs> a container of, I thought it said grape juice, but it was grapefruit uh-huh. juice. So I, Rip that foil open and downed it, and I was so upset. <laughs> oh no! That's yeah, so I've got a, I've got a notorious heat with uh, with grapefruit. That's the one thing that beats I won't eat. Can't it's got to be done right. So, um, yo, like Sierra Mist with grapefruit, aces, or the Fresca? Uh, no, no, can't do it. So, anyways, we kind of went off the rails there, but a little bit. But uh, yeah, we'll definitely. I mean, I would check out a solid chunk of this. I mean, you can skip the the, the um, well. The opening match was good. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm just uh, the Mike Bennett stuff was good, but it's nothing groundbreaking. But uh, you know, I'm just so glad that you didn't watch and that I was able to surprise you with the Bravado Brothers. I feel like that'd be my biggest take, even with everything else going on. Like that's that feels like the biggest thing to come out of the show. Well, we've been notorious Bravado Brothers ripper honors. Yeah. Well, based on what we've been given, we've yeah. only seen them the one time. Yeah. They lost, they left, they came back, and they won. Yeah. Well, they lost a few times. Yeah. Well, that's well, true. That's right, you know, they, they lost. That's right. That was before you were watching. That was prior to when I started covering the shows with you. Yeah, okay. Because there was one or two events that I didn't watch that were like the like the not pay-per-views. Right. There was one, I know at least one that I missed, so they might have been on that. But yeah, based okay. on what I've been watching, yeah, they were on the first episode. I hope, I hope, I hope. I mean, you know, I hope this, um, hope they get a good get run. Yeah. You know, I hope they, they get a good run because, yeah, they look good, so. Yeah. Four months in Japan does a body good. Yeah. So. All right. Well, before we turn and uh, pull this train to the station, you got anything else for the high fibers? Nope. Cool. Well, hopefully my hopefully my honor club works. Right. It's been quite the episode if we, we go to watch the next round of stuff. So the honor club still didn't work, so we're just going to try to imagine what would have happened. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll, I mean, we'll be on next week regardless. High five. We'll 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 figure something out, even if we got to make something up. So, it'll be great. We'll talk Ring of Honor. Maybe we'll talk about Ring of Honor more than we talk about food and likes and dislikes. 
maybe we talk a little bit about your wrestling shows you're going to this weekend. Ah, uh, yeah, there's a good chance. Um, we'll see. You know, and, and not to put myself over, but, I mean, I did a really good uh, conversation with my friend Trent. Trent is one of the producers at AAW, and I came on in the Midwestern Wrestling Roundup today or yesterday. Um, that, as one member, it's Trent, not Trent. Yeah. Just yeah, just regular trend. So, well, actually, I mean, I should. I'll send you the link. But it actually did go really good. So, I'll um, check it out, Tom. If I wanted to listen to stuff like that, where would I go? You will. Would go to. Um, you can just Google Visionaries Global Media, and you'll be able to find wow. it on the podcast platform that you enjoy. And if you can't find it on said podcast platform, let me know, and I will let Chad know to be added to said pod, 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 podcast platform. Wow, I hope they have other great shows. They do. You can also listen to the Midwestern Wrestling Roundup uh, with your boy or yours truly. You can listen to VFTR, uh, the God, the originators and the father, grandfathers of Visionaries Global Media, to use Dylan Chad. Uh, there's Good Cop, Bad Cop with our good friends Matt and Graham. There's also the Brain Buster Boys, um, Brent and Beaumont, who have actually spent time in this very apartment that I sit in right now. Um, there is band from ringside, uh, the boys, Zach, Jason, and, uh, Bill down there. I will actually see, I just met JCB, um, at new Japan a couple weeks ago in the real life. And I will get to see him again. Um, did we say good cop, bad cop? You did. Yeah. And then, Which uh, one are you? I'm, I'm neither. So yeah, Graham's a good cab match. Definitely the bad cop, but you know, I'll catch some plaque for saying that. Uh, there's also dungeons and junkies. Chad does a Dungeons and Dragons uh, with um, Matt from Good Cop, Bad Cop. There's Nitro Knights uh, with Danny, the Scottish Juggalo, and uh, my boy Cy Powell. And there's Chris Tuck's Games. I think that's everything. So, yeah, you can check all these out at Visionaries Global Media. And if you want to join Visionaries Global Media like Will and I did, uh, just hit them up on visionariesglobalmedia at gmail.com. Uh, my boy Diesel will give you a listen and uh, they'll probably get you on the network. So, yeah, that was a heck of a promo. Well, thank you. <laughs> we'll sort this out eventually. We'll have this sorted out, but right now, you know, we said we were going to wing it through the shows that we didn't actually want. We yeah. just kind of wing through everything. Yeah, that's kind of how we roll, and people tend to like it. So, um, and obviously, we want to shout out our good friends over at the Shining Wizards, uh, the people that we actually met. Um, and our new, uh, our new can't beat that champion, Kevin Rowe, which was also someone you can uh, hear on the Midwestern Wrestling Roundup. Is actually ironic. We had Kevin on a couple weeks ago. It's all together, spoons and porridge, as they say. Yeah, and shout out to our boy Liddy. Um, unfortunately, his dog's pretty sick, so hopefully everything works out there. So we like our pets. So yeah, that's all I got. Will I think? All right. We, 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 we brought this into home plate and we're running into the dugout. So thanks for listening, everybody. And uh, we'll, we'll talk at you next week. All right. High five. We'll talk to you later. Thanks again. Well, <laughs>